This episode of Bradley's House Podcast is brought to you in part by our friends at HeyGoodFarms.com. HeyGood Farms' goal has always been to provide hemp products that improve your quality of life. And their process is really the difference maker. HeyGood Farms handles your product from the dirt all the way to delivery. This ensures a top quality product every time. And all their hemp comes from the same process, from the same facility, ensuring consistency in every order. Check out HeyGoodFarms.com. That's H-A-Y-G-O-O-D-F-A-R-M-S.com. And check out their incredible line of gummies, cartridges, oils, skincare, capsules, and even a line of products for our furry friends in the pet care section. The point of using CBD is to make sure that you're not putting bad stuff into your body. So check out HeyGoodFarms.com. You can see their lab results, reviews, and read more about their process and what makes HeyGoodFarms.com the leader in the CBD and hemp industry. We thank HeyGoodFarms for sponsoring this podcast and working with the Knoll Family Foundation in getting Bradley's house open to help us in our war against opioids. Hey, what's up? This is Gabo from Fayuca. You're listening to Bradley's House Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. Come on in, make yourself at home, as you should when you're a guest in Bradley's house. I am your co-host, Jared Orr. She is the executive director of the Knoll Family Foundation and the person I want to be like when I grow up, (laughs) Ms. Kelly Knoll. Kelly, I, I, I keep saying that because I feel like if I speak it into existence enough... It's really going to happen. Someday I might have my shit together like as quarter of a much as you do. You know, I love doing this podcast, but I would do it just to hear your introductions of me. <laughs> Absolutely makes it. my day. <laughs> I'm just going to keep putting it out there. And yeah. uh, I'm going to keep putting it out there and, and hopefully I can make it come true. That you can be a 51-year-old woman someday? One can only hope, right? <laughs> Well, Jarrett, are you going to ask me who our guest is today on Bradley's House? Of course I am, Kelly. I'm always so excited. Anytime we get a chance to record a new episode of Bradley's House. Uh, Who is our guest in Bradley's House today? Today, we have two very special guests, which if anybody already read the description, they know who it is. But I really always feel like I'm giving the big reveal Today, I figured we would pull the curtain back a little bit and give our listeners a chance to get to know you and our producer, Anna, a little bit better. So, Jarrett Orr and Anna Horn, welcome to the show. Oh my God, I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) So, so for those of you who don't know, Jarrett and Anna are engaged. And they are the power couple behind the Bradley's House podcast. And I figured it was about time that you guys all get a chance to know them. I get so many questions about you guys. How did this all come about? How, you know, how do they know so much? Blah, 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 blah. 
So I figure this is great. And a lot of people have had the pleasure of meeting you guys at one of the last couple music festivals we've done because you've come out here to help out and we'll be having you at a lot more events. So since you both are such an integral part of the foundation and of course the podcast, I figured you would be the perfect guests. Oh, well, thank you very much. And as I've said a, a million times, it's uh it's been an honor to be able to do this. It's been super exciting. It's been fun. I think we've helped a lot of people. Um, and it's been something that's been super rewarding. Uh, I know for myself and I know for Anna as well, although I don't have to speak for her because she's here now. Yeah, but I, I keep like forgetting we... to unmute because I keep forgetting <laughs> that I have to talk now. So this is, forgive me, listeners, this will be full of lots of cutting out where I'm talking and it does this and does this. <laughs> So heads up, and I'm sorry. <laughs> so I think we know first, somebody that can fix that. We do. <laughs> is we it me? Audio engineer. It is you. Yeah. <laughs> now I I should mention since you just said sorry, you sort of tipped your hand. Oh no! You are Canadian. I am. You you do in fact live in Canada. Unfortunately, not for long. Yes. Yeah. And so, and Jarrett lives in Buffalo, New York. Mm. And through the magic of technology, we're able to do this podcast together every week from three different parts of the continent. We should, I guess we should tell the story at why we're in three different parts yes. of the continent because it's I think we kind of the most interesting of them all. So um, Anna and I were working in Las Vegas, Nevada with uh, former Major League Baseball player, Jose Canseco. And uh, that's probably a podcast all on its own. But anyway, <laughs> um, so we were... We were working on a show uh, with Jose, and that show had ended. It had had done what it was going to do, and our plan was to uh, move to Buffalo, New York from Las Vegas. But as you had mentioned, Anna is from Canada. So she's got, obviously, her mom, her dad, her sister, an awesome little nephew, and her grandparents, who are all still there. So I said, here's the deal. Uh, why don't you go and do a visit with your family? Um, we'll kind of do like a swing through. We'll drive up north. You'll go up to Canada. I'll go to Buffalo. Um, uh, I'll find an apartment for us. And you'll say your goodbyes to your family and, you know, have some family dinners and do what people do when they're moving away. And then, you know, you'll meet me in Buffalo in a few weeks. Okay, deal. So When was that, Jarrett? So that was... Uh, February of 2020. Mm. Um, February 9th of 2020. Oh, February Hannah 9th knows the exact date of, of 2020. So I came to Buffalo and um, I, I have my best friend, Tom, and my cousin, Justine, who uh, are engaged to be married and they have kids. And they said, hey, just crash here on the couch while you're looking at some apartments. We know a couple places. Okay, perfect. Um, and like four days later, the world shut down for COVID and Anna was trapped in Canada and I was trapped in the United States and apartments were not being rented or even being shown or, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was an interesting situation. So we went from having this like master plan to, um, she's living in her parents' basement and I'm living on my best friend's couch. Wow. So that was not the master plan. No, no, it it was, it certainly was not. But because of COVID, um, 
I began getting super stir crazy and um, was ready to figure out what my next project was going to be and, and what I wanted to do. And I decided that we did the Jose Canseco podcast and it was, it was a thing. We made money. We made a lot of money and it was, uh, it, it was cool. It was an interesting experience to say the very least, but it wasn't really something that I was necessarily passionate about. And Anna could have given two shits about baseball or any of the stuff that we were talking about for the most part. So I learned about Jose Canseco from the Lonely Island Boys Bash Brother music feature that Andy yeah. Samberg put out on Netflix. I know all nice. the songs, and that's what I know about Jose. And I know he orders dessert soup. That's it. Yeah. So we, uh, I really wanted to figure out something that I wanted to do when we were talking back and forth. And I said, you know, if I'm going to do another podcast, it's going to be something that. I can really feel I can be passionate about something that I'm going to really enjoy talking about and doing. And I would even like it to do some good. I would like to find some way. So from this, things started rolling. We started coming up with ideas. What do I, and that was when I realized, Hey, with COVID right now, nobody's really able to do anything. I haven't seen any posts in a little while uh, with the Noel Family Foundation being able to get out to any events or do anything. Um, I love music. I love Sublime. I love the Noel Family Foundation. I think it would make a lot of sense for us to do a podcast. And uh, that's when I reached out and, and really started bothering you. I was, I was just going to say, and that's when the polite harassment of Kelly Noel began. And Anna, did you already know about all this sound stuff from doing the Jose Canseco podcast? Or uh, how did yeah. you get involved with that? I have a degree in uh, broadcast audio engineering. Ooh. So I went to school for this. And I really wanted to go on tour and do sound. But unfortunately, when you're a you know metal rock kid, the only way you get a job being a a sound engineer for metal shows is if you're timeless, you have the skin of a fine leather couch, you have a scar over your eye, and you remember when Metallica, you know, when Dave Mustaine left Metallica. So I obviously, as a, uh, you know, 20s petite little brunette <laughs> at the time, uh, I obviously did not fit that bill. No. And I just, I don't know, I locked on to Jarrett and I, har I pulled to Jarrett. I harassed him until he gave me a job and now we're in love and I'm going to marry him. Nice. How yeah, that works that out. Is, huh? That's actually even another podcast back before Jose Canseco. And, uh, that was a podcast that I was working on with a professional wrestler. And I got a message one day from Twitter and, um, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll send you an autograph. You're, you know, so I got Al to send an autographed picture to me so I could mail it to this fan. And she was like, hey, by the way, I'm also a producer. And, uh, you know, your your production kind of sucks on your show. So um, if you ever need help and I'm like, yeah, whatever, lady, like scram, beat it. And uh, then we just started talking about podcasts and then music. And then now here we are. And is very persuasive in her own way. I think her persuasion is much more subtle than yours, Jarrett. You just come right out and say, hey, this is what I want to do and I think we should do it. And these are the 25 reasons why. 
And Anna just bats her eyelashes and goes, please. Yes. And then she gets I, everything she wants. I think it's a good <laughs> idea. Thoughts? <laughs> yeah. Well, when I, when I had messaged you and then you had messaged me back and said, you know, we'll have a phone call. And then we had a phone call and um, I called Anna after the phone call and I was like, so she didn't fucking say yes. I, I don't know. <laughs> what happens but typically people say yes to that and then she didn't so i and she's like oh no i'm sorry and i'm like well she didn't say no either but it, it definitely wasn't yes and that's i'm not used to that at this point so um i'm i'm very happy that i was able to uh to to coax you into doing this because you are the true star of the show even <laughs> though you don't like to admit it but um it, it is no you so let's, let's out of doubt let's we're, we're here to talk about you and anna so jared you are well let me say this so obviously our podcast is about music recovery mental health all those things and i think between the three of us we kind of have all those bases covered tell us jared how you fit into all that where your interests lie well, my favorite band of all time is a band out of Long Beach, California, uh, called Sublime. And um, it's a band that you're actually pretty familiar with as well. I've heard so, of them, yeah. Uh, yeah, you've, you've heard of them. So um, it's, without get, getting too crazy, I grew up on the East Coast. And there was a time where I thought, like, you know, I was the... I was the sublime fan in the world. It was me. There was, I was alone in this battle. Um, and this was before like really internet was super big and Facebook and groups. And um, I found this community of sublime fans and there's so many of them and just so much. And it, it just, it let me dive so much deeper into the rabbit hole that I was never able to really dive into on the East coast. So as you know, the 2000s started rolling in and there was all of this internet access and um, I, I, it just, I was able to find so much more music and it, I just, um, I don't know how to explain why sublime is my favorite band. Uh, it, they just are. It's just, I, I can't explain it. Um, and there was just, you know, a lot of, not even like horrible times in my life, just awkward teenage years and things that everybody goes through. Uh, and music was really how I, I relied on that. And a lot of that was, was Brad and was sublime. Um, and I've told the story before that, you know, I, uh, hearing, hearing his story was one of the things that stopped me from experimenting with any kind of serious drugs, um, it was like, you know, hearing your dad talk about it in interviews and seeing that me and my dad were also very close. When my parents divorced, I went and lived with my dad and it was, and I remembered being like 16 or 17 years old and seeing your dad do an interview. And it was right around the time that, you know, you start to, friends are starting to party, things are starting yeah. to happen. And I remember watching an interview with your dad and I was just like, yep, that won't be my dad. I won't do this. I will I, like, I, I will steer clear because of this story specifically. Wow. And 
And to this day, that's been true. I've never put anything up my nose. I've never put anything in my veins. Now, I understand that it's a disease and a lot of people go through it. I'm not saying that I'm any better than anybody else because of it. Trust me, I've got my own fucked up shit throughout the years. But um, that was just one thing that I was able to avoid. And a lot of it was because of of the the story and the music. And uh, I just kept getting more and more into it throughout the years and I took like a, a like an ownership of it in in my mind and I I was the one that would be in there arguing with people in chat rooms and setting things straight and um it was just uh the band meant a lot to me and the story means a lot to me and the fact that your dad and your family opened up the doors to so many fans and have given so much access meant a lot to me and when the Noel Family Foundation started, um, you know, I, I bought a T-shirt right away. In fact, you even saw it at Las Vegas. You're like, hey, that, that's like the first T-shirt. That doesn't even yeah. have And, uh, you know, so it was just something that, um, you know, it, it means a lot to me. The music, the legacy, the scene, um, it, it just all meant so much to me. And as I was looking at it, I was like, man, it's covid they're not able to get out there. Uh, I can't build a house, but I can do some things to help. So I reached out and, uh, and that's how I fit into all of this is my love of, uh, of Brad and your family and, uh, and everything that the foundation is trying to do. It's been super helpful because you know a lot about Sublime. I could never do a Sublime podcast because I'm not a huge, like, source of knowledge of sublime history. I could do a Brad podcast. I could do a lot of things, but as much as I love my brother and I love the music and I listen to it all the time, you know, I've been listening to it for what, almost 35 years now, but to know all the ins and outs and the details are so many times when I refer to you and I'm like, how about this? Or how does so-and-so fit in? Or sure, let's have this guest, but what's their connection? And you explain all that to me and, and to our listeners. So it's been super helpful to have that perspective. There's a lot of incredibly dedicated fans out there. Um, I guess I'm just the one that came up with an idea and, and wanted to, wanted to get in the game a little bit. So here I am. Well, that's really how we've gotten as far as we have with the Noel Family Foundation up until now is just people like you who say, I want to help. Let me see. I have these skills. I can do this, this, and this. Let me offer that up and see if that would help. Like that's the most useful thing because, you know, it's hard. People want to help, but they don't know what to do. But I think if we all kind of look and see what it is that we're capable of doing, a lot of times that's something that can fill a need for an organization like this. So that's been great. So thank you very much for coming up with the idea for approaching me with it. And of course, we're following through with it. It's turned out to be really great. Now, Anna, you, not a Sublime fan, not that you don't enjoy the music, but that's definitely not your genre that you're into. What kind of music did you grow up listening to? Um, the classics. My dad was a drummer. My mom was a big Fleetwood Mac. My dad was, you know, Boston, Deep Purple kind of stuff. A lot of Uriah Heep. Mm-hmm. So it was very much the, the classics. And I have an older sister who, you know, like any stereotypical story of an older sister, did the Slipknot thing and corn and, you know, all that newy metal kind of stuff. So I very much, I wanted to be cool like my sister. 
So mm. I really fell into metal, but I also played in a ska band, and I did all the concert bands in high school, and was in jazz band, and was a huge fucking nerd. So, a little <laughs> okay, bit of everything. I have to tell our listeners, Anna is fond of referring to herself as a nerd. She is brilliant, and talented, and creative, and funny, and beautiful, and wonderful, but she insists on calling herself a nerd. So I never know whether to argue with you or agree with you, because I don't happen to think it's a negative thing, but Anyway, so you are a musician as well, which yes, I think I am. really <laughs> adds a lot to the podcast as well, because a lot of times when we're talking with guests, Anna will be texting from the information that she's, you know, looking up on Google or, or just in the Google in her brain, which believe me is extensive about, you know, this type of organ or this type of drum or this bass or this song or these lyrics or this band. Like you just know so much about music. And I think it really adds a lot of depth to to the podcast well i appreciate that it's all just once again nerdy stuff for, for first of all <laughs> the organ is a hammond b organ and it has to be played with a spinning leslie hab kelly come on of course it does <laughs> of course it does pretty like sure you this... sent me a couple videos on that i did as well. i did <laughs> babe Babe, if you think about it, this podcast is like my battle bot now anna and i will watch <gasps> the show is battle it? bots right and I don't know if I you don't know, know what that is. is but, I don't. All right, I'm so sorry. it's like these these college, you know, robotics classes or different oh, engineers yeah. or different people. They build these ridiculous robots, and then they go into this pit in Vegas and they fight their robots against each other. And they're not like stand up like rope. It's not like Rosie from the Jetsons, but they're like you know, basically remote control cars that have fucking razor blades going down the center of them or <laughs> hammers or some of them shoot fire. fire. And, uh, and we watch it and I tell her all the time, I'm like, I would, I could build the sickest battle bot ever. And she's like, well, what would you do? And I was like, no, no, I can't build, I could tell somebody what to do to make the <laughs> sickest battle bot ever, but like, I can't actually like make it, but I could tell them what to do. And then my robot would be the baddest one. And that's kind of like this podcast because I would have no idea how to actually make it a podcast if it wasn't for her building it and spending the time behind the mm. scenes and cutting the clips and whatever it is that that we need to get done finding the music making sure it fits in at the end find getting the right stinger at the beginning of the show i could never do any of that shit so i kind of give her all of these ideas and then she turns them into reality and that's what everybody gets to listen to each week i'm you know battlebot engineer <laughs> That's the most romantic oh. thing I've ever heard in my life. I love you so heart. much. He does, and it's battle bots. All right, just come. You know, I, I think a lot of people think the podcast is just talking and recording and then putting it out. But I'm glad you mentioned that, Jared, because there's so much that goes into it. And so we just get on and, you know, we shoot the shit and talk and laugh and ask questions and have this great old time and then we're all done and we say bye-bye and then Anna goes to work and she spends a lot of time cleaning it up you know cutting out all the things that shouldn't be there not that there's a lot but every once in a while and um and like you said adding the music the credits all that kind of stuff and um she's really you're really good at that Anna so thank you so much for that thank you now, tell us a little bit more, if you don't mind, about some of your background that fits into the issues that we deal with with addiction. Well, um, 
I used to do a lot of drugs. Um, and I'm putting you on the spot here. I should let no, everybody no. know that this is this is very new for you to talk about and you've graciously agreed to. So I just want to start by saying thank you and I love you and you're wonderful. Of course. Thank you so much. You're wonderful. Mm-hmm. Thank well, you. um, I started off at 18 when I moved away from university, um, just doing, you know, the college Coke thing, mm. you know, the weekend the college party. Coke thing. Yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I say it so casually, like it's not like this horrible do. decision. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as, <laughs> as one does. Oh God. And that went on for a few years and then I was in the throes of a full-blown methamphetamine addiction for like seven years and I'm four and a bit years I don't know the exact you know sobriety date but it's Mm -hmm. over four years now that I've been clean that is fantastic congratulations thank you so much I am really proud of you and as I always say on the show I have so much respect for people that have overcome there are challenges with substance use and that sort of thing. But, um, and, and that definitely extends to you too. Cause I know how much easier it would be just to fall into that. You know, if you're struggling, having a hard time with life, things aren't going the way you want them to. It's really easy as, as most of our listeners know, to just fall back into those bad habits. So um, uh, you are to be congratulated for sticking with your determination to, to be clean from meth and Coke and all those other things that you used to do. So I'm very proud of you for that. Well, And I can, I have this podcast to thank for that as well, because hearing people's stories and it's, it's like a, a meeting that I don't have to show my face at. And I, I don't mm. mean that as like a, you know, a, a slight to nar- right. you know any kind of anonymous meeting groups or anything like that. But I just get to sit here, you know, quietly and I get to listen to, you know, Kelly, my very dear friend who's very near and dear to my heart, and, you know, my my fiancé talked to these amazing men and women who have overcome, you know, so many trials and tribulations and come out on top, and it's a little bit, it's it's a weekly motivational moment for me, you know, that's just, uh, you know, I'm I'm doing the right thing, I can keep doing this, and this podcast means more to me than I think the listeners and both of you realize. So I'm so glad to hear that. I think that it's definitely, and I've said it a million times in social media and on the podcast, but I've gotten so much more out of this podcast than I ever imagined when we got started. I mean, obviously I knew the goal was to promote Bradley's house and, um, you know, get the word out there about what the Noel Family Foundation is trying to do. But, you know, in my mind, I guess when we first got started, I was like, dude, I'm going to talk about music every week. And this, and we ended up having these amazing musicians on, like, you know, Kyle Smith and Vanna, and you just, the list goes on and on. And musicians that I, I really enjoyed listening to their music, but then you get to hear their story and understand, um, you know, where they're coming from and, and how how many things they had to overcome and how strong they've become because of it. And then, you know, fans started reaching out, whether it was through YouTube or social media, and and they talk about listening to the podcast and how it helps get them through a a tough time or a tough week or an episode that they enjoy. And it's like, I I didn't realize uh, how much education I would get out of this, um, you know, that's based on what the Noel Family Foundation is trying to do and the whole reason why Bradley's house is going to exist. 
I think that's wonderful. I think that we've all gotten so much more than we anticipated out of this. Um, it's also been, I have to say for me, it's super out of my comfort zone. So it, it does take a lot of effort for me to do this, but for you, it just seems like the most natural thing. Like you just kind of get on, you chit chat for a bit and then you get off. I mean, I, people tell me all the time, what a natural you are, that this is just, this is what you were meant to do. You've got the voice for it. You've got the, the people skills for it. Um, what is your dream job, Jared? What would you be doing if you could do anything? Wow. I don't know. Nobody's ever really asked me that. Um, I mean, like, realistically, if I could do anything in the world, I would probably be, like, a high-end sports agent or, like, a, a high-end trial attorney. I could see either one of those. For yeah. sure. Those, yeah. I, I like I like arguing my case, negotiating it, and eventually getting what I want. So, um <laughs> anything pretty much the story of your life right there exactly right so anything anything along those lines so if i'm gonna do that i would want to do that in the highest uh paying scale possible sure. so um that's that would probably be what i would be doing if i could be doing anything but I, when i found out it was like 12 years of college to be a lawyer i was just like fuck that i'll be a sports agent my dad's like yeah you got to be a lawyer to be a sports agent, Jar. The whole thing is contracts. And and I was like, well, then, you know what? I'm going to sell cars. Um, there you go. Yeah. So, and that's what ended up happening for quite a while. Of course, you are also involved in the music industry, doing some booking and that kind of thing. So I think that's right up your alley. And I, I definitely hope you do a lot more of that. I think that's, you're a good addition to this industry for sure. Yeah, I've uh, I'm super excited. Um anyone that's listening can check out pillarmusicgroup.com. Uh and if you guys are looking for artists for upcoming shows, there's some great artists on there and I am working alongside um good friend of the foundation who you can find on the House the Bradley Bell compilation album which is available at law-records.com. Uh Gabo from Fayuka. Although I guess like in that world he's Gabriel which is like totally weird to me. It's what it says yeah. on my phone when it comes up. And uh, <laughs> and I just, I, he's always going to be Gabo, but just what what an awesome guy. And uh, so I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting my, I'm getting my feet wet a little bit and doing some booking and, and helping some musicians uh, get some shows going and handle some other things. So I'm super excited about it. And uh, you're right. It is something that I, I really enjoy doing because again, it's exactly what I said. It's, I get to argue my case and then negotiate and then eventually get what I want. Speaking of getting what you want, Anna, <laughs> Anna, what's your dream job? If you could, you could be doing anything. What would you be doing? Uh, the wife of a high-end sport agent <laughs> and then the wife of a high-end attorney. But since that <laughs> seems like a lot of work, I am more than happy to be the wife of a booking agent. <laughs> or, or a podcast former car, host. Yeah, podcast host, <laughs> former car salesman. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was smooth. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I would like to do music production. Or even just play in a ska band with a solid horn section so we could cover Ooh. The Littlest Hobo. If anyone doesn't know the TV show from Canada, The Littlest Hobo, the theme song is fire. And I think it should I'll be. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> okay. You know, the I told Littlest her. Hobo. Yes. It's about a dog uh, that goes around doing good deeds for people. 
Oh, I like yeah. that. <laughs> I told her, Kelly, you know, uh, in, in some recent shows, Jake has had to step up and play the bass in, uh, in the absence of a, of a bass player. Uh, I told her she should dust her bass off and start to. She is a bass player. I do play start to warm her. She's a phenomenal bass player, too. <laughs> Um, see, we could all get involved in overlapping things and then hang out forever. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, I do have to say it's been great having you guys at the last couple music festivals we've done because um, you're both so personable and people love getting to know you. You know, people who listen to the podcast, it's cool for them to meet you guys and, you know, put a face to the name and all that. Uh, of course, a lot of podcasts do video, but we choose not to. And that's because Jarrett's camera shy, right? Yeah, I'm camera shy. Sorry, guys. <laughs> for the record, I would like to state that Jarrett does not have a face for radio. He jokes all the time that he has a face for radio. That man right, so, no, d- so He's fine. adorable. Yes, he is. Super fucked up, right? We After we left Cali Vibes, um, for those of you who don't know, Anna and I work on a, another podcast um, in the professional disc golf world. And we went out there and we Wait, shot Can you give a, it a plug really quick? What's it called? It's called Running It with Nate Sexton. If you're a disc golf fan, you already know. Um, <laughs> Jared's a, a celebrity in the disc he golf He really world. is. He is. So, it's crazy. We post a video and put it on Instagram and like <laughs> all these people are commenting. They're like, wow, that wasn't what I was expecting at all. I didn't. Oh, for I, what, I, you, what you look like? Yeah. I, I, wow. Am I the only one that didn't expect that? And I'm like, <laughs> and then I'm, I'm like, well, what were they? Were they expecting better or worse? It must now be a I'm compliment, like, right? It must be. Yeah. A compliment. What is it? I don't, what do they mean? They, they weren't expecting that. So and the, and I, the I best comment was someone who's like, that might not be Jarrett. That could just be someone imitating Jarrett. It could still not be him. Like, just like this enigma with this voice. Yeah, like he wants to live in obscurity. Yes. Yes, it's, uh, it, is, it is odd to be recognized by your voice places. And um, I, it was neat. I, I was lucky enough to spend a month, pretty much, between Southern California and Las Vegas of people hearing me talk and then go, oh, yeah, you're the guy from the podcast. Whether it be <laughs> Jared from Buffalo. Or, or running it with Nate Sexton. Yep, good old Jared from Buffalo. Well, I'm just going to say this here now, that it is my goal to get you guys both out here on a much more permanent basis because you've both been such a huge help over the past year with the foundation. So behind the scenes, people, people don't even realize it's not just the podcast but there's so much that you guys have helped with and been involved with from coming up with ideas and merchandising and planning shows and putting things together. And, and then of course, not the least my emotional support. (laughs) Sometimes I do get a bit overwhelmed with everything and you guys are always so awesome to, to be there and listen to me whine and complain. And um, so it's been, it's been a real treat for me. Jared's everyone's emotional support. You'll be like, I'm sad. He'll be like, well, fuck it. Don't be sad, you know, like, he's just like, you're just like, oh, okay. Alrighty then. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> yeah, I, I do my best. I get like, you know, I just, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm lucky to be able to, to work with you too. So I, I can't complain well about said. it. Jarrett, have you I, ever once in your life been at a loss for words? No. No, That's I don't amazing. think so. 
I don't think so. Um, I, yeah, I don't. Maybe, maybe a few times for a second, but very, very rarely. I, I try to do everything that I can to to keep my to keep my mouth going. It's 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 my money maker, right? It's all I've ever used. So true. Uh, it yeah, served so you I, well. Right. And the, so I gotta, the momentary I gotta, pause isn't even a loss for words. It's more like the upcoming comment is just buffering. So. <laughs> Well, in my, in my, my wiser years of my late thirties, I do stop and think like, should I be saying this out loud? Um, so yeah, it's something, it's something that I've, I've learned to do, um, quite a bit. So, uh, I didn't do it a lot in my younger years and, uh, I've paid, I've paid severely for it at times. So, um, (laughs) So now I try to I, I try to think about that. I try to think about things before I say them. So sometimes there is a pause, but that's just because I'm checking. And then like uh, after you and then after you hear me say it, you're gonna think to yourself, I can't believe he just thought, should I say this? And he still said it anyway. <laughs> um but that's just kind of how it goes. Or maybe there was something worse that you were thinking. But then that's very, very yeah. possibly also. Yeah. I think the whole filter thing is sort of like the circle of life, you know, no filter as a kid. Then you kind of learn to, to think before you speak. And then as you get older, you lose that filter again and you get to go back to just saying whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. That is, I I saw this crazy article on Facebook. Um, I'm going to look it up right now because it was like the neatest thing ever. I, I saw it and it was about, um, wanting to wanting to live backwards um, in in their next life, wanting to do it all backwards. And if you think about it, it's true. So they basically said they wanted to be born old and, you know, have people kind of take care of them a little bit. And then you get into your, you know, 60s, your retirement age, and then you go into your 40s, and then you get ready for your 20s to party, and then you get ready to go back to school all over again. (laughs) And then you spend nine months basically like in a floating spa, and it all ends as an orgasm. In a floating spa. That's the weirdest description of Benjamin Button I have ever heard. I, I'm, I'm not I'm sure saying. how you can get back inside though is the thing into that floating spa as a mother that sounds painful i'm sure there's some sort of you know there's got to be like a vortex anna's a nerd she can explain it there's a there's a rabbit hole or something oh. how, sure. how, how do you expect me to explain <laughs> an unbirthing explain that explain that anna Come on, explain that. <laughs> didn't they have to do that in one of the henry potters or something Oh my gosh, he's not going there. Okay, so thank you. Couple more questions. You're (laughs) welcome. We'll start with you, Jarrett. Dream guest for the podcast. Go. Oh wow! Honestly, um, I I think that we have had or have had contact with anybody that I would want to have on, but I guess I should come up with somebody. Um, It's kind of crazy because realistically before this podcast, if you had given me a a short list of people that I would want to talk to, it would have been your dad, Miguel, Jake, 
you know, Eric, Todd. Um, it would have been all people Marshall. from the Sublime. Oh, Marshall. Marshall yeah. might be one of my favorite You'd love that ones. one, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, gosh, I, I don't know. Um, you know, outside of the absolute impossible, um, I, I don't know. The the only person that, you know, I, I possibly would ever want to have on here that we couldn't, that would just never be as, you know, uh, Brad. Um, so uh, outside of that, to be able to have you and your dad and Jake and Miguel telling us about the yacht salesman and... <laughs> Um, you know, like we've, we've been super lucky. And then, you know, just to get into other amazing musicians, you know, Howie and, um, you know, and then we've had some really, you know, Graham Bonnet and, you know, we've had some great guests. So I don't know if there's a dream guest, um, from this world that I haven't had on. I will say, Shout out to my stepmom, Brenda. Um, my dad sends me a text message and says, uh, dude, you had Paul Leary on the podcast. You know, Brenda's favorite band ever is the Butthole Surfers. What? And, uh, and I, I totally. Can we just earn you some points with your stepmom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, nice. Um, yeah, so like I said, I, I'm, I'm extremely fortunate to be able to, John Phillips, um, the stories that we've been able to hear and share on here and the memories and um, it's it's probably an accumulative group. So uh, to say that I've had all of my dream guests on on this podcast is I, I've had all of my dream guests on this podcast. Anna, same question. We already had the man whose face is tattooed <laughs> on my leg. And it made him uncomfortable to know that. And I just, like, forever, no matter what happens in my life, I will know that Graham Bonnet's face being tattooed on my leg makes Graham Bonnet uncomfortable and he knows it's there. And I just, I don't know how it could get any better than that. That's pretty awesome. (laughs) And you have another face tattooed on your body, don't you? I do. I have Deborah Harry, Blondie herself. Mm, Interesting. She was so crazy a how, how a thirty a thirty year old Canadian has Blondie and Graham Bonnet tattooed on her body. Uh, it's, I it's just it's amazing. It's part of Anna's charm. That's exactly what that is. Because the fa- <laughs> is that what we're calling that, it? <laughs> yes, for that to even exist is just proof of how awesome you are, Anna. It's just a, it's a wonderful combination. So before we had Graham Bonnet on the podcast, um, I had reached out to his manager about getting uh, an autograph because Anna wants to add his autograph to her tattoo at some point. Um, So I had reached out and uh, Graham's manager had gotten back to me. And at that time, Anna and I were arguing about something silly. Um, and I remember just sending her, how big do you want this fucking autograph? <laughs> and uh, she sent back, she was like, that, that's so cute. Even when we're, even when we're having an argument, you're still, yeah. Like, well, I'm still going to get it for you. So. Um, and you yeah, got Graham on the show, which was pretty remarkable. And I only cried a little bit before and after. Like happy tears yeah. of joy. Just, just a little bit. <laughs> just, just, it was yeah, well, minimal crying. I wanted to, 
I, I wanted to be able to get him on the show. And it was, uh, you know, he's got a cool story. He's a, a very accomplished musician. And, you know, Anna does so much behind the scenes without really getting any any credit. You know, everybody says, oh, Jared and Kelly. But again, it, there would be no podcast without Anna. So there should be some, you know, we we both, you know, you had Frank Turner on. I had everybody else. And then, uh, you know, we, we had to throw Anna a bone there. And it was a, a hell of a guest to have as a bone, might I add. <laughs> the best was like, so how could we find you? And he's like, just fucking Google Graham Bonnet. <laughs> yeah, that was my, that's pretty much my favorite. That might have been my favorite line of this, uh, of this entire podcast. I sit back and people ask me all the time, like, Oh hey, uh, uh, what what episodes should I check out? And I, I think that I can start out by naming one or two, and by the time it's done, I've got like you know forty listed <laughs> just out. Just gone, gone through the entire catalog. <laughs> well, we just had so many amazing guests, um, you know, that I, I didn't even really, maybe I wasn't overly familiar with or. Um, you know, but it, just from different musicians and then, uh, you know, surprises like, uh, like Dr. Crosby, it, mm-hmm. there was just so many amazing guests, uh, and to hear so many different stories, we, we've heard cool musician stories. Um, you know, Cindy talked about, uh, uh merge four socks mm-hmm. and just like, uh, that stuff's all really so interesting to me. And it's it's even more interesting when you realize how it all fits into what we're trying to do for the Noel Family Foundation and to get Bradley's house up and running because there, you know, there's so many people that are that are a part of it. Absolutely. Well, you know, every once in a while I look back on our list of people we've done, I don't know, something like, I think over 60 episodes now or somewhere around there. And I look back at the list and I'm like, oh, that's right. And oh yeah. And oh, look at that one. And I just feel so fortunate that so many people have been willing to come on and talk with us. And I think that's, that's been really great for me. And obviously, as you said there, you know, we've had the pleasure of talking with some of my favorite musicians, some of Anna's favorite musicians, some of your favorite musicians. It's just been really, really cool. And of course we couldn't do it if people didn't listen well i guess we could but it would be really sad and depressing (laughs) yeah it would it would be it would be silly and again it's uh it's been really cool to to watch the show grow and to see the social media comments and to meet people at the at the festivals and the events that listen to the show and um you know it's just nice to know that that putting in this work is is paying off and it's getting to people and um i I think it serves a lot of purposes for a lot of different people i think there's just um you know just some some sublime fans out there who who just want to hear some stories and that's okay um you you know i I totally get it and then i think there's people that maybe aren't as interested in the sublime aspect but uh the recovery aspect and and knowing that they're not alone or uh, you know that they're uh, if they're having a loved one who's going through it they can uh you know understand that there is a light at the end of the tunnel with the with the right steps and uh those are the stories that i love the most todd kyle smith um you know when you just have people on that have just uh at one time they just thought there was no chance and now they're just thriving in the world and doing so much to help other people those have really turned into some of my favorite episodes Absolutely. It's humbling, super humbling 
to hear now, these Kelly, stories. I'm going to pull an Uno reverse card, <gasps> and I have a question for you. All right. I'll do my best to answer, Nana. It's more of just like a, well, you'll figure out when I get to it. Do you remember <laughs> when we first started and you were like, let's do every two weeks? <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, we can do that. And Jared's like, not for fucking long, we won't. But that's, that's how he talked how... me into it. That <laughs> yes. was the most I could commit to. And that but... was a stretch. <laughs> but then I do believe I remember you saying, and this is a, a paraphrased quote, but the message rings true. I don't know if we'll be able to get any guests. I don't so know if my... we have enough people so, to talk to every So my question year. for you, Kelly, <laughs> is what do you have to say about that now? Hmm? I was wrong. I was so wrong. <laughs> but it just goes wrong. to sh- it just goes to show, right? How you worry about this uphill battle, and it is a battle. But yeah. you know, to quote Jared and Brad, look at all the love we found. There's a huge mm. community of all of these people that you know believe and support, and from these humble beginnings of every two weeks. You know, maybe it'll work out. I was using a completely different audio system at the time. It was not great. I apologize. <laughs> you know, to to now what we've become. And I'm very proud of us. And I'm very proud of you, Kelly. So thank you for thank you. how you've grown and what you've helped everyone accomplish here. Thank you, Anna. And I hope we're doing a good work. I, I do hear from people often that appreciate the episodes that we do. And I would encourage anybody who has suggestions for who they would like to hear from or somebody that they think should be on the podcast or would be an interesting guest or questions that they'd like us to ask of anybody um, to get involved because we really, really do appreciate the involvement of the listeners. And, and I really, I do always wonder, I do feel like, okay, we've got three more guests coming up and then we will run out of people to talk to. That's my constant fear. Um, But you know, that's, that's my anxiety talking and I'm sure we'll always come up with it. But you know, as Jared always talks about in every episode, our whole reason for doing this, of course, is to raise awareness for the Knoll Family Foundation for addiction to help raise money so that we can start making a bigger impact in um, this opioid epidemic that we're struggling with in this country. And so hopefully all of this that we're doing will lead to more listeners, will lead to more sponsors and all of that sponsorship money goes directly towards getting Bradley's house open. So hopefully we are accomplishing that purpose as well, along with entertaining and possibly educating people. Um, Again, thank you both so much for all the work that you put into this. I don't think people realize how much work goes into the, the prep. And then of course, all the post stuff, and um, so it's it's genuinely appreciated. And again, all the stuff that you guys do, in addition to the podcast behind the scenes for the Noel Family Foundation, for my family, and for me, thank you guys so much. And I know the listeners appreciate you as well. Oh no! Like I said, I, I, it's uh, it, it's beyond uh, um, an honor for me. And you know, obviously, people, you know, ah, it's a fanboy, you know, and, and I guess maybe I am to a degree. And I don't even think that that's a bad thing. But um, in what started out as um, an appreciation for your brother and his music um, has really turned into a uh, an incredible uh, appreciation for your entire family, and um, you know to be able to be a, a part of the foundation and and help any way that we can um, is an honor. And did it all happen because of of Sublime? And and of course that's how. But every relationship is built off of a common interest of some sort, and then it either grows from there or it. Does 
doesn't. And, um, you, you know, so I am, uh, I, I am super, uh, honored and, uh, beyond grateful to, to be able to do the things that I'm doing. And, you know, I, I've said this several times, it, you know, you don't, most people don't get the opportunity to show gratitude or, um, or, or to pay back uh, the, their musical heroes or people that they looked up to or celebrities who have, you know, done something important for them in their life. And I am afforded that opportunity in, in doing this uh, and, and in showing my appreciation for what your brother's music has meant and has done uh, to me throughout the years and now to be able to work with you guys, uh, like I said, it's it, it's almost surreal. So when people thank me for doing the podcast, I'm almost like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm <laughs> having the time of my life here. Are you crazy? And I've made some amazing friends. And uh, so I I want to thank you for allowing us to to do this and and to be a part of it. Well, it's been my pleasure, truly. And I think the the biggest thing that I've gained out of this, of course, is the friendship with both you guys, not to get all mushy, but I do love you both so much and I appreciate you. So, okay. So let's talk about some of the exciting things coming up. You're listening to this on Wednesday. So the day before on Tuesday, we had another auction start by one of our good friends on the East coast, Jessica Cook. She is running an auction with a bunch of cameos that are available for different from different artists and a lot of great um, festival tickets and merch and all kinds of stuff. So make sure to go on to the Noel Family Foundation um, Facebook page and check that out because it's all happening on the Facebook page for one week. So starting on the 15th of March and ending on the 22nd of March, make sure to check that out. We also have some music festivals coming up and some shows which we'll be promoting on our social media as well. So everybody make sure you're following the No Family Foundation on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course our website. We will be premiering a new website soon, hopefully in a few weeks. Just a matter of me actually getting on there and doing the final review. But we have our good friend, Robert Cromberg, that's been putting together the new website for us. And I'm super excited for that. Um, and very exciting. We have a new release of a special vinyl reprint of the first release of the house that Bradley built. And this is on a really cool splatter vinyl that law records just came out with. There's a limited number available. I know that they sold out of like almost half of them right away. So make sure you go on to law-records.com and check out the new special vinyl of the house that Bradley built. Am I forgetting anything else, Jarrett? No, but while you guys are on your social media um, and you're checking out Instagram and you're already following the Noel Family Foundation, do me a favor, go ahead and look up Jacob Noel. If you are have been following Law, you can follow his personal page, uh, Jacob Noel, and he's posting uh, about a lot of new shows and different things that he has coming up and uh, a lot of pictures of that that crazy looking cat that he's got too. Um, <laughs> Creature. But, he's got the greatest hairless cat. It's a Sphinx cat. I think it's called, right? Yes. yes he is yes. the coolest. So, uh, Again, that's Jacob with a K for anyone who doesn't know. Look up Jacob yes. Noel. Yeah. So uh, make sure you're following Jacob's Instagram page and uh, he's making a, uh, a lot of updates. Um, mm-hmm. And it looks like we're going to, uh, we're going to plan some stuff and, and possibly, 
uh, get Jake and, and Miguel back together and, and maybe doing something yes. for the foundation down the road. Um, yeah, that was just such a treat. So for those of you um, that weren't able to be at Alex's, um, like Jake said, during the set, he had a great time. We, uh, we raised some great money for the foundation. So uh, we're going we're gonna to keep doing it as long as you guys keep coming out. So Can I do now, something I've always wanted to do? Absolutely. If you would like to link to Jacob, you can check it out right down there in the description. Yes. <laughs> right down. Right down there. <laughs> Have to do the click. Okay. Now we always end each episode with a song. I think you two should choose a song from the house that Bradley built that we should end with. I mean, it, it's not fair if you ask me because I'm going with Nice Mike. Oh. That's I'm a good always, one. Is that I'm okay always, with you, Anna? I'm always yes. going. With, I'm always going with nice Mike. Nice you know Mike me. sounds nice. Every every <laughs> single every every single podcast meeting who can we have for a guest? I always throw Miguel's name out there. So for all of our listeners who have loved the Miguel episodes, know that I continue to try to have it be every episode. So it's true. I can attest to the fact that if it was up to Jarrett, we would just have the Miguel show. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. But in so, all fairness, that would be a pretty awesome show because that guy can talk. He's got some stories for days. There's just there's nobody in the world any cooler than Miguel. I've just I I've agree. never seen I don't know if I've never seen him like he's just always cool, man. He is always he is cool. definitely the coolest. All right, then we will close the show with Miguel's cover. I'm sorry, nice Mike's cover of Don't Push. And it's a classic. Guys, make sure you're following the Knoll Family Foundation on all forms of social media. You can go ahead and click the link tree in the description here. It'll get you to all things Knoll Family Foundation. Of course, check out the house that Bradley built from our friends at law-records.com. Guys, you can find the Venmo, the Cash App, everything right in our link tree. Every dollar goes a long way. It all goes to getting Bradley's house open, and it all means so much. So check out some merch, and make sure you get to the Knoll Family Foundation's uh, social media on Facebook so you can check out this awesome auction that was put together. Uh, you will not be sorry. Uh, Anna, thank you so much for coming on and joining us. Kelly, thank yes. you for talking about us a little bit and uh, we are so My appreciative pleasure. of you as well. Until next time I am Jared Orr. She is Anna Horan. She is Kelly Noel. All three of us are on this <laughs> podcast. It's so exciting. Guys, you don't have to go home, but it's time to leave Bradley's house. Stolen from an African land Chased out with a knife With a face like by Marley and mouth like a motorbike Oh, well, the bars are always open And the time's always right And if God's good, what goes unspoken The music goes on night and it goes If I was by Marley, I'd say, could you be the And if I was up on the floor above What was Mike Tyson? I would look for a fight if I was the boomtown rats, I'd be staying up all night If I was the king at rock, I would get stupid dumb And if rhymes were about yums, I'd be comfortably numb But if I had a shotgun, you know what I'd do I'd point it straight up at the sky And soon give it on down Because the bars are always open And the time's always right 
if God's good with those unspoken Some music goes tonight and it goes I want a lover, but I can't find the time I want a reason, but I can't find a rhyme And I want to start some static Cause I can't afford to get down to the ground I can pull up my skateboard And nowadays it is clear as you please You get slapped with protection or slapped with disease Laughter is free Anytime just call me 438-4836 If you're down with sublime you get Funky fresh lyrics Enough, baby. Yeah. So they and then chased out of the bar. And I say my best friend tonight, so don't push me too far. Yes, 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 yes. Would we'll take you on a trip down to Jamaica with Brigadier Jerry from my man Brad. Jamaica, 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 Jamaica. Oh, down in Jamaica, Bricky born and grow. Used to sing a song and we loved it so. Used to go to school and play tattoo. Down in the islands they left almond nose. Make up Jamaica, make up Jamaica, oh, turn me loose. Turn me loose. Take the shackles from off my feet and wanna rock. There's a rhythm and a beat. It's so long since I've had you by my side. And really can't take this fighting anymore. Jamaica, Jamaica, yeah. Jamaica, Jamaica, whoa. You see, the people wanna come up and they want to me. Smoking cat on me, better than Sensi. Once done it, Miss Covid. If you bring that round, we gon' bust it if we give it to you like a no man flick. Because it's simple, but I want plastic. 